This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. We've got Stephen A. Russell Get here. Get move on. Exactly. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no. No, no. No, no. And we've got a snort. You're ready. Here waiting. we go. First one released for the year. <laughs> now, Stephen, how are you today? I am good. And, and uh, I think and we're going to start. What's happening movie-wise? Well, yes. there is the new one from Michael Mann, and that is Ferrari. Now, ah. You know, Michael Mann's a pretty well-known filmmaker. Really, tell us what. Well, like Heat would be one of the the biggest action films he's ever done. He's also done, you know, Last of the Mohicans. He's okay. kind of known for really propulsive, energetic, and of course, D- D- Daniel Day Lewis was in the Mohicans. Yes. Yeah. So I, you know, I went in with with high hopes. Although I did have to say though, this Ferrari, you know, it's only what, two years ago that we had the Adam Driver... Mm. Uh, sorry, not Adam Driver, the other one with Christian Bale, which was Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah. So I was like, I don't, I don't so know why... So this is of. about the the guy that in, made the Ferrari yes. car. so it's got, right? it goes back a little further this time. Okay, right. So it's now, it's I think it's 1957. And at this point, he has previously been, uh, you know, a successful race driver has given it up and, you know, is now focused on making the cars. And they've kind of hit the skids, like they've not got a lot of money. And so what the, they've really kind of pinned their hopes on winning the, the major Formula One race in Italy, which is the Mille Miglia. Mille Miglia? Mille Miglia? Anyway, hey, look, to be honest... car racing, I've got no idea. <laughs> well, my, pronun- my mangled pronunciation there is about as good as Adam Driver's absolutely horrendous Italian accent. Oh. So I don't know if you saw, okay. you know... House of Gucci with oh, Lady yes, Gaga. Yes, yes, it's yes. like it's about one notch down from that Whoa. cartoonishly awful. Okay. Ah. But I, I don't know. I don't know about you two, but I I just think you know it's twenty twenty four. I kind of don't think we should be doing silly accents no, anymore. You no. either cast appropriate or, or, or just use your own. Right. I know. I know. I'm just. I, I don't feel very comfortable with it. Mm. I have to say. So look, he he's pretty rubbish in it again. Um, it does have one of my favourite actors in it, though, in the absolutely incomparable Penelope Cruz. Ah, okay. um, she is amazing. Absolutely. Um, she doesn't have a lot to work with here. She plays Laura, his frustrated wife, and they do their best to kind of try and make her look like a dowdy person. And I'm like, it's it's Penelope Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. I don't yeah. know what, she's horrendously miscast. Right. Um, but, and the thing is that she's Spanish. Yes. And also doing a bit to... of a dubious Italian accent. Right, okay. I don't know what's going on. Oh, what a shame, because the Italian accent's so beautiful. I know. I mean, like, how, it's not like we don't, it's not like there's a lack of really good Italian mm, actors. Anyway, yeah. you've also got, um, big Little Lies actor Shailene Woodley, who I just do not find particularly interesting as an actor. She plays his secret lover. Um, this is a really weird film because Michael Mann, is, as I said, is known for you know big action sequences. This is a two-hour film that mostly does a kind of sub-Days of Our Lives 
mediocre oh, melodrama so, so it's about not that. really about the history of the <laughs> well, car you, you're kind of waiting for these big races and you and then you're waiting and then you're waiting and then <laughs> when they do come they're really ham-fisted there's none of the kinetic energy you'd expect mm. there's some really bad cgi involved wow. like none of it feels why is it getting so much um attention because People just love basic stuff, you know. There's At a lot of Ferrari, Ferrari fans, suppose, you know, that's yeah. going to get people in. People love Adam Driver. Yeah. He's also, another thing that kind of annoyed me is that he's, you know, they've dyed his hair grey and they've tried makeup-wise to make him look older. And again, I'm like, but why? You've got plenty of actors appropriate age what like n- nothing about this made sense to me oh. i found it really tedious and has it been released overseas or is it worldwide yeah it's definitely it's out there it might have gone out slightly earlier in america i'd have to double check that but i wonder what the europeans are thinking of it look i don't i don't i don't it's it's reviewed reasonably well has from it? the americans okay. which really surprises me yeah. i mean some some very esteemed is critics. it because it's such a, a prestigious car that they feel that they have to i don't i don't oh, know yeah. about See, that I'm, I'm, I must admit, I'm, I'm clutching at straws here I know, well i feel like michael mann was as well <laughs> honestly i absolutely it's one of those films where i started laughing at it early on and it oh. wasn't in a and it wasn't meant to be, to funny. be funny yeah um i couldn't give it more than one star I found this really absolutely a bomb from Michael Mann there, and that is Ferrari. Don't bother, is all I'm going (laughs) to say. (laughs) Zooming past, basically. Well, we're actually going to do a little bit of a UE because we didn't, you know, we were doing a music show last week, so we didn't really talk about the New Year's Day movie. So I'm now going to move on to one that I thought was far more worth your time, and that is, I don't, maybe maybe we mentioned it, I can't remember, but anyway, Dream Scenario, which stars. Nicholas Cage. Mm. Um, so that's, you know, it's only been out a week now. And this is actually from the Norwegian filmmaker Christopher Borgley. He lives in LA these days, but his first film, his first feature, Sick of Myself, was really dark comedy about a woman who got fed up with her artist um, boyfriend getting all the attention. So she took like kind of, what do you call it, recalled medicine that would horrendously disfigure you if you take it. And she just oh. kept taking it because she found it. She would get all the attention if she, you know, was had these terrible facial Whoa. disfigurements. Whoa. And, and it sounds, it sounds like Sound. a horror movie, but it was actually really funny, but also have a twisted sense of humor. So it might be me. <laughs> and your mileage may vary. So that, this, is, that, this is his first English language um, feature, sure. yeah, and you know it's a pretty big coup to get Nicolas Cage, and also. But hold on, what what's happened there? Because uh-huh. I reckon Nicolas Cage, say fifteen years ago, yes, wasn't the flavor of the month. He well, is so well, much the flavor. He's of the had month he's right had a now. few. There's been a few stages of his career, right? Because you know, if you go back to like you know, well, that, what, leaving Las Vegas, was that when he was Oscar nominated? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Like yeah. He, so there was there was serious. And then Nick there Cage, were, but then right? that one, the ghost. <laughs> thing that he filmed here in Melbourne. Yeah, you know, like, the ghost of the... Everyone said it was and, the worst and, film and of I, the and year. I, when I was oh, in Perth recently, right. I'm sure I saw social media saying that he was in he was in WA doing some filming. Yes, he is. He's, he's, he's currently playing, I believe, he filmed being an Australian. Oh, so, I, 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 don't, I don't know what he was filming. Again, about I, accents. I don't, we'll, 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 we'll wait and see, but oh. still. So, look, and he, he, well, he, then he became, in, you know, the 90s, a massive action hero. Remember Con Air and all of that? Like, he became yeah. a big action guy then he kind of vanished 
And then he came back doing crazy films. <laughs> and now he's sort of got to the point where he's kind of almost making fun of that. Like, you know, there was a film, The Un- yeah. Unbearable Weight of Incredible Talent or whatever, where he played a version of himself. Kind of. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, look, this, this one pulls it right back and casts him as a kind of everyman who's an academic Again, wearing a lot of prosthetics and a and a, a kind of, you know, balding wig. Mm. And it, so he kind of is just a normal dude, a kind of schlubby, everyday American dad. Yeah. But then all of a sudden within his community, he begins to realise that all these people are dreaming of him. And at first, he kind of t- takes it as a bit of an ego boost. Oh, you know, everyone's dreaming about me. What's that mean? But bit by bit, it becomes apparent that the whole world is dreaming about him. So he's just they're having whatever dream they're having and he just wanders in, not oh, doing very much. Okay. So this being our contemporary world, that suddenly becomes a bit of a social media viral thing. Why is everyone dreaming of this dude? Then the advertisers are trying to, you know, get him to, you know, represent their brand. But as the film progresses, those his appearance and those dreams gets a little bit more menacing. So again, again, it sounds like a horror film, but it's actually not. It's like a really dark comedy. And Nick Cage plays it. He plays it really good. He starts really understated. He does get to his, you know, <laughs> off the chain, Nick, eventually. But it has a lot to say about our obsession with, you know, 15 minutes of fame yeah. and, 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 yeah. and how that can also go horribly yeah. wrong. Yeah. So, look, that is dream scenario in cinemas now, and I'm giving that one four stars. Oh, okay. So I like that a lot more. Do we have time for one more? Yeah, or yeah not? we should do. All righty. Well, I'm going to mention one that I was kind of hoping for a wee bit more from. I'm giving them all away at the top, I'm at the moment. <laughs> this is the new Taika Waititi film, which is Next Goal ah, Wins. Yeah. What uh, were you going to say, David? Well, uh, well, he's talking about a star you yes. know, as a director and writer, yep. and it's got one of my favourite actors in it, uh, Michael Fassbender. Yes. Uh, but... Um, I, there's been mixed reviews of people watching it. <laughs> and you're, you're going to get a bit of a mixed review from me too. So, look, going in, it all seems like, the, you know, everything's there. It's ready to kick a goal. Boom, boom. You've got, you hey, know, boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Taika loves that kind of have-a-go hero, come from nowhere kind of, you know. So, essentially, look, it's, it's a true story, and it's based on an, an actual documentary of the same name. Um, No, not the same name, but definitely a a documentary where basically the American Samoa team was trying to qualify for, you know, the The World World Cup. Cup. And I think it was 2001 and they played Australia and infamously were defeated (laughs) 31-0. That's like the, the biggest loss in the official history of soccer, football, whatever you want to call it. So... Michael Fassbender plays the coach yep. that is sent there to kind of try and revive their, their their chances and get them to be match fit. So all of that seems like it should be really fun, but the jokes just don't really land. There's also, it's a little iffy because the te- it, it really kind of 
amplifies the stereotypes of islanders and you know sleepy time and being a bit you know it felt a little uncomfortable for from someone like too predictable in a way really predictable and and especially considering that he's an island you know and i just just felt like it it didn't seem really respectful to me michael fassbender sleepwalking in it i mean he's Mm -hmm. supposed to be playing an american coach and he literally uses his Irish accent <laughs> uh, the whole way. It's like, remember, you remember when Sean Connery played like a Russian sub-captain and he's just like broad as you like Scottish. It's kind of that. And you're like, oh, okay. It, there's also, it completely underuses, you know, you've got, um, uh, you've got Rachel House, Hunt for the Wilder People, and you've got Elizabeth Moss from The Handmaid's Tale really cool actors who have nothing to do and the one really interesting story in it is that there's this non-binary actor Kaimana who plays a Fafa Finney um, person who is a third that's the official third gender gender Mm. of American Samoa and they were the first trans person to to compete in in an actual World Cup qualifier and so obviously that's the really fascinating story but it doesn't focus on them. It kind of just does this really boring family drama with Michael Fassbender's character. And mm. honestly, it's it's a film that I can't really understand how it went so wrong. It just seemed like it was such wow. an open goal and it's ended up being uh, an own goal. Hey. Um, interesting. Um, have you seen uh, the George Clooney film yet? No. So unfortunately, I hadn't. I didn't. I wasn't around. I think for the screening, but it's also got very bad reviews. Oh, has it? Yes. Right. <laughs> so I haven't I haven't had a chance, but um, I'll let you know if I do see it yeah. by the by the next time I'm in. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, thank you. Uh, yeah. And we seeing you before you go because you're yes, heading I'll be off back to in. Berlin. Just going to hang out with some celebrities. I know that Sersha Ronan's there, Martin uh, Scorsese. <laughs> Just hanging out with some normal people. Some of your friends over Quiet there. Quiet beers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll, well see we'll, you before you we'll go. See, yeah. Awesome, thank you. All right. Thank you so much. We've been talking to Stephen A. Russell here on Joy 94.9, Sunday Arts Magazine. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast, brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.